1: Hello everyone, welcome back to Red Bend News, uh, apologies if you're watching this for the second time, we had a slight technical error which has now been fixed, uh, we're going to start the stream from the beginning, uh, so again if you've just listened to the first five minutes of the show we're going to go again, uh, I'm joined by Lauren Black today, Lauren is Monday the 1st of June, otherwise known as Six Times Day, um, what I want to know from the viewers, at home who are watching this, or you're on Twitter, Facebook or YouTube, where did you watch it, who were you with and how did you celebrate it, and Lauren, I'm going to start with you.
0: Yeah, um, so we actually ended up watching the match in a panini shop of all places, which is like a good little uh, story to tell now, actually. But yeah, uh, panini, actually, missed...
1: paninis in sandwiches, not stickers.
0: As in sandwiches, yeah, which was oh. a bit crazy. Um, and we actually missed the first ten minutes because we were supposed to we watch it in another bar, and then the Wi-Fi went off. Convenient. Um, yeah, so we actually, I actually missed Salah's pen, which was like which was heartbreaking, but it's fine now because we won.
1: It's fine. Uh, if you want to relive any of those moments, um, I've absolutely battered the Red Men Twitter account today, which has got content from, from us, uh, from Liverpool, before the game, after the game, during the game. So you've got an opportunity this afternoon, go and check that out um, Yeah, because it took me ages to go find it all and do it. Um, We're going to get into some news, something which broke over the weekend. Lauren um, was about Harvey Elliott and how he rejected Real Madrid. Uh, I don't like him. Liverpool wonderkid Elliott snubs Real Madrid captain Ramos. I'm taking this uh, from goal.com, but the original uh, story came from The Athletic. Um, So basically, Harvey Elliott was taken to... Real Madrid had attempted to sign him just before Liverpool did. They gave him a tour of the Bernabeu. He said, you know, all these promises. They tried to basically woo him into joining Real Madrid. Uh, and then he was asked, um, would you like to meet Sergio Ramos? Uh, and Javi Elliott replied, no, it's okay, thanks. I don't like him after what he did to Mo Salah in the Champions League final. Um, <laughs> it's just Liverpool through and through, isn't he, Lauren? I love this story for so many reasons. And I, I'm, I really read it with red tinted glasses because if I read that from somewhere else or someone else said that, I, I think, oh, you disrespectful little prick. Because yeah. you know we don't like Ramos, you know, for the same for the same reasons. But at the same time, I still respect him as a footballer. You know how good he is, what he's achieved in the game, both for, for Real Madrid and for Spain and stuff like that. You know, you know, as a football fan, I think it'd be stupid not to like him for those reasons. But for Harvey Elliott, who's based, well, he's more or less half my age. To, you know, he could have gone. Oh yes, please. Or you know, I'm a bit busy. But to just go, no, I don't because I don't like him.
0: Yeah. It's pretty ballsy, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Like the the club captain who's been there for years and years. Like you know, all of all the Real Madrid fans love him. And then just to turn around and go, nah, it's it's fine, honest. I don't I don't really like him. It's a bit, a bit a bit funny, but yeah, I think I think either way, Javier was probably just taking advantage of the fact that he could get a tour of the Bernabao and have a nice little trip to Spain there because. I think no matter who were the calls, I think like PSG was another team who went who were in for him. I think when Liverpool made made their offer it was a it was a no brainer for him. He was always gonna to come to us.
1: Yeah, it's also a good sign the fact that the likes of Real Madrid, PSG, you know, were after this lad you know at sixteen years yeah. of age, it kinda of speaks volumes in itself. And and again, I know he's a Liverpool fan, you know, he has been since he was he was very young. He still is very young. <laughs> I feel, it makes me feel dead old. But also you know, the fact, you know, he could easily go, you know, Real Madrid, the money PSG, yeah. the money and stuff like that. But for him to actually go, well, no, where Liverpool we'll are at the current moment. If this was, you know, five five years ago, almost, you know, Roundred and PSG are, are the easy choice, aren't they?
0: Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Like no one would have put us in the same bracket, probably. Um, if if PSG and Roundred offers were on the table, they certainly wouldn't have been coming to us. So yeah, even though he has Liverpool through and through, it's nice to see that you know we us as a club's gone up in a little bit of stature as well in terms of bringing um, new players in. Yeah,
1: um, and a story which, of course, I mentioned before, is uh, six times a day, the anniversary of making it six in Madrid. Uh, Jurgen Klopp's from an exclusive interview, which is on the Liverpool uh, official website. Um, it's a bit of a long piece, but as always with Jurgen Klopp, there's just some some nice nice touches and nice things that he says. Uh, he said, "We all work and hope for we can deliver similar or the same thing again in the future." Uh, we work on that because it's so big, so massive. Now when we speak about it, which you can obviously do that often. I really feel it is big, absolutely big. And hopefully we can do similar things again. Um, we mentioned this on, on the, the first attempt of at the news, Lauren, the fact that, you know, I, I, there was something that you did. I think did it didn't interview over the weekend. Uh, like, it was about three or four minutes long, but I find myself every time he does an interview or I'm reading the piece, like I hang on to every word that this man says and it's just like, again, red, tinty, classy, but he always seems to strike the right chord and say the right things and like, I, I just can't help it.
0: Yeah, he knows how to, to appeal to everyone, doesn't he? Um, no matter what he's, he's talking about. Um, and he's obviously, you know, he's took this time to be able to reflect on the, on the good moments that have happened in the last year rather than just focus on, them you know, us not being able to play football now and us potentially not being able to win the league and all stuff like this. He's actually took the time to sit down and look back on those, on you know the Champions League final win and the Super Cup and stuff like that and think of of how good that was and and you know he's he spoke about it a lot which has been like really nice for the fans because although you know we love we love to talk about it no matter what but it's just nice that the manager still wants to relive those moments as well.
1: It's it's all, isn't it because. Obviously, are in a difficult situation and not a nice you know, time in, in the world. But also, like you said, you know, he gets that time for reflection, which you wouldn't normally get. I was thinking about it the other day. You think of probably since he's come in. But if you go got the last three seasons alone, you know, a long season, getting to a final in Kiev. Yeah, we didn't win it. But then you're straight into a World Cup and then you're into another long season, you know, which ended on the 1st of June. And you have your parade and then it was the big birthday bash, bonanza, dancing on ice international friendlies or whatever the fuck they call that tournament, and you, you, you're you back into it again, and then you're back into another long season of, you know, you said of, you know, the Club World Cup, the Super Cup, all this stuff that's going on, so it's actually nice for him to kind of get, like, a mental break, because it is relentless and, like you said, for him to kind of look back and go oh, actually, we've, we've achieved all this stuff it is, it is really good Yeah,
0: exactly, yeah, like, you know we've, we've had so many successful things happen, but him himself probably hasn't had time to reflect so yeah it's been nice it would have been a nice moment for him to be able to look back and watch all those games back
1: Yeah, um, Moving on, uh, I can't believe i reading the story um, Premier, Club, Premier League clubs to approve using t- FIFA 20 crowd noise for Project Restart um, with the top flight set to resume behind closed doors on Wednesday 17th of June Premier League clubs will vote on using fake crowd noise from FIFA 20 on television broadcasts like I don't mind leaving using fake noise because, you know, I think they're trying to enhance the um, viewing for everybody and kind of make it different. People who watch the Bundesliga will kind of know what, they don't like it. It feels a bit weird. I watched about four minutes of the Japanese K-League when that was on about three, four weeks ago because I thought I was just interested to see what what the spectacle was. And they kind yeah. of angled the camera. So, the, like, the top of the advertising hoardings was all you could see. You couldn't really see the, the, the crowd. Yeah. And they had, they pumped in fake noise, it wasn't from FIFA 20. And you're thinking, well, this is what the new normal is. This is something that we're going to have to adjust to. <coughs> I just don't understand why they're taking it from FIFA 20. Why they just take it from
0: yeah.
1: the games that they have the rights to?
0: Yeah, exactly. I think that's the most bizarre thing about it. Like, why? Yeah, why are you taking that? Why not just use other games that you've you've played this season at Anfield or you know whoever's playing, um, and and just use them because you will be able to wear, like the in the real like real chance and stuff like that as well. It, it, it is a bit bizarre that FIFA 20. But then, yeah, like you said, I think they're just trying to enhance, enhance the viewing for people. And I think they did it either last weekend or the first weekend, the fixtures for the Bundesliga for, for one or two matches. And some people liked it, some people didn't. But I think it's just... I think you will, when you're watching it, it will just feel like you're, you're watching a game on TV, but then you will have that realisation of, oh, there's actually not a crowd there. Like, this is just... No, he's being pumped into pump, pumped into like the, the the stadium and whatnot. But yeah, I think FIFA twenty is the most bizarre bizarre thing about that story. Do
1: you know one way they could enhance it, Lauren? Go on, what? Use Peter Drawings. They use Martin Tyler. Yeah. You
0: no, know, yeah. I
1: think we'd all, we'd all be in on Premier just
0: League. Just, him, just yeah.
1: him on his own. <laughs> well, Jim, Jim Beglin does, does, does a good good service as well. Um, speaking of the meeting of Premier League neutral venues, clarity, um, and what else to expect from the next Premier League meeting. Uh, Premier League clubs are, are due to meet again late this week uh, as Everton and Liverpool await the next move. Um, games that could be played in new venues are, and increased access with TV companies will be amongst the topics discussed at this week's Premier League meeting. The 20 clubs are due to meet on Thursday, it is believed, with another lengthy and detailed video conference call expected. Um, that's one of the, the big issues I think that came out of last week's meeting, Lawrence, the fact that. <coughs> excuse me. It was like six games, that were like Man City games, the United game and a couple of Liverpool games where they kind of said, well, you're going to have to move to neutral venues and and stuff like that, which kind of caused some uproar. I'm not sure what your thoughts on it are. Part of me kind of understands it. The police are saying that, like, who are we to argue? But then you also see the the repercussions of, you know, if anyone saw social media yesterday or the day before and, you know, people going to beaches left, right and centres. It just feels a bit of a, it just feels like a bit of a slur or slant on, on football fans and northern football fans that they can't be trusted.
0: Yeah, that's. It. I think that was that was the main reaction from from a lot of people was that it was the only target in certain certain people and certain sets of fans, which was which was a bit bizarre. Um, I think no matter where you where you play it, you're always going to have the the you know the chance that people will turn up to the stadiums. Um, so no matter where you do it, I think there will be those handful of, of people who will try and do that. Obviously, you don't want them to do that because you know what. You're not, you're not getting and out of it. You're not going to be able to, to watch the game. So what's the point in going and standing outside the stadium? Yeah. You know, you might as, well, might as well watch it at home like everyone else is. And you have, yeah. you've
1: had months to prepare for it as well. Like, I know yeah. it's different for Liverpool, like winning the league. But I've had like two months plus to realise that I can't go. And, well, I might have to watch it in the garden with my parents now. They changed the rules and stuff like that. But, you know, I don't know anyone who's going out saying they've got to go and watch it. You know, whatever, you know, outside Anfield or around there. And stuff. Because there's no pubs open. And I suppose the fact that they're trying to push some of the games to free to air makes it accessible for people who don't pay for Sky Sports, don't pay for B T or don't have these streams that people yeah. keep telling me about. Um so they can stay at home and watch it in the comfort of their own home. So you can't yeah. deter people from going out in the first place, doesn't it? Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. They're trying to trying to cater to everyone, aren't they by by doing so many games free and stuff like that. So yeah, just don't I I just I just hope that there's not like there's not any fans that do go and congregate outside stadiums if, if it is announced where they are because that's just probably the worst thing to do at the minute.
1: Yeah, and like I said over the we weekend, of, you know, <coughs> there's people there's people out, you know, kind of not abiding by the rules and like you said, you know, there'll be a small handful for, for every club that will kind of run for everyone so uh, let's hope that people stay sensible uh, finally I just thought if we get to some of your comments uh, it's our pre-season Liverpool preparing for the 2021 Premier League season uh, in trainings has Jurgen Klopp uh, Jurgen Klopp has said he's preparing his play for the next season uh, the full contact training began last week the first time since the Premier League was shut down because of the coronavirus pandemic in March uh, Liverpool obviously 25 points clear and they can win the league if they beat Everton um, just a, a good sign isn't it because oh, actually some quotes here uh, we don't have to be match fit now. We told Liverpool Club website uh, we try and, we try it with increasing intensity day by day. But we have to be fit for the nineteenth or twentieth, whichever day they give us against Everton. I think that is the moment where we want to be a hundred percent. And also, it's, it's good to prepare isn't it? well for the sense of we were talking before we started going live the first time um, that you know we don't know when the new season is going to be. So yeah. You've always you've always got to prepare for every eventuality. In My, in my mindset like. Just write August off, like that'd be the sensible thing to do for me, and kind of start September. And everyone else will have, will have their views. So the players can have a uh, you know a proper a proper break and, and kind of switch off. You know they've been off for quite a while, but it's not it's not the same, is it? And, and again, they can reflect on what they've achieved this season because it must be such a big delay for twenty five points clear, absolutely storming the league to to wait round. They need time to kind of appreciate that and switch off because physically they've switched off. Maybe you know, I'm being a bit relaxed, but mentally. You know, they have to be strong, don't they? You have to say, you know, the job's not done yet.
0: Yeah. Whereas
1: the season's finished and they, they, can, they can prepare, can't they?
0: Yeah, exactly. I think I'm treating this as a sort of a mini pre season now is probably a good way to look at it. Um, and then, like you said, you know, ha- the season's obviously going to go into July, uh, no matter what. Um, so you might as well take that August period off where they can sort of, every player in the league it can sort of sit sit and, and reflect and relax because it's been a bit of a up and down last like 10 weeks it's not like they've just been chilling at home and been able to go on holiday and and do all this type of stuff they've they've all been like like all stuck stuck in the house and not really knowing when this is all going to be over so I think for them to have like all the games up until whatever point in July when the season finishes to then have a little bit of a break to then start again in September yeah I I don't see the problem with that
1: no, I'll have to I'll wait and see. And it be interesting to see how the teams react and how, how they prepared for, for the rest of the season. I suppose Liverpool, it's, it's good in the sense of, I don't think there's any pressure on us to, to be as fit as everybody else because, you know, we can win the league yeah. within one game and then you can start yeah. getting the likes of Harvey Elliott and Curtis Jones and Nico Williams giving them more game time. I don't think they'll, I don't think they'll take the piss, but, you know, I think it would have happened anyway yeah you know, before the virus start getting people in um just before we get into some of your comments and um, some breaking news um we've been nominated for three awards uh, in the football content awards which you can vote for right now and um, if Sarah i put the link in the description after the fact and if you can put it in the chat right now feel free to go and vote and um, we've been nominated in three categories so redmond tv has been nominated for best content creator uh <coughs> excuse me also been nominated in best video small team or business the redmond tv and lauren the Reverend TV Women's Podcast has also been nominated in Best Women's Football Small Team or Business. Uh, it's completely free to vote. Um, congratulations on your nomination. Um, I'm pretty sure you won this one last year, didn't you?
0: Yeah, we did. We did. We won it last year, so hopefully we can make it two years in a row this time, but we're up against some, some good people this year, so... Hopefully, fingers crossed. Okay, I'm not even sure where wear up against, but I'm sure it's pretty <laughs> it,
1: it's a, it's a tough category. So, if uh, you could all take two minutes to go and vote for that. George Stevens is also a, a guest on the show. Um, she's been nominated for a award yeah. as well, so give vote for her. That would be amazing. Um, Morbid Angel is better than Death um, is the name. Harvey Elliott will grow under Jurgen Klopp. Um, he'd have been ruined, like uh, Ardegaard. Had he gone through Andre? That's a really good point, isn't it? You know, I think one of the polls, and the comments, right, is Jurgen Klopp. You know, you and again, his red tinted glasses. Like you all want to, you all want to play for him because you know you'll you'll look after him and you know put an arm around him. You, you know he's not going to be left alone. You see the examples of you know a Curtis Jones, Nico Williams, those youngsters that have come through. Yeah. That's another appeal to, to Harvey Elliott, isn't it?
0: Yeah, massively. I think especially for the young players, they don't want to be going somewhere where they're not going to get the opportunity to to play a couple of matches. You know, he, he, Klopp's trusted them already this season in games, so he's obviously going to trust them in games maybe the remainder of this season or next year as well so they're definitely going to improve but it's it's not just the young players it's it's, you know when Oxide-Chamberlain signed for us Jurgen Klopp was a big pull for him and we hadn't even won uh, a a Champions League and yet so it just shows how important it is to have the right manager at your team in order to get like these really good players in
1: Yeah and not Martin Odegaard like I couldn't tell you where he's playing now and like at the time when he was bought he was like the next next Messi or next Ronaldo so Christ knows. Um, Tom Robertson says, um, on the Champions League final, he said, I watched it at home with a cousin who's a Spurs fan. When we scored the second goal, I went mad. Uh, I had a vape pen in my hand and he slipped out while jumping around and it smashed my 42-inch TV. Oh, wow. I
0: mean,
1: at least you won the Champions League final, so, you yeah. know. you know, Yeah. Yeah, will worth it, he says. So there you go, then. Uh, yeah. And last, from Barry Richards, he said, I'd rather hear fake noise make a difference because I watched the German League on Sounds good, and watch a feed from another channel, and it was so bland. That's kind of the point, isn't it? You know, you know we're fortunate we get to go to kind of a, a lot of games, whether you know it, it be home or away or around Europe, whatever, Lauren. But you know, we're watching it on TV. I, you know, I watch a bit of it because we have to for work and stuff, and same with the women's stuff. Like, you you're kind of used to it, and anything that can enhance that. That viewing for you, yeah, then I, I suppose at this point you take because there's those people that like go, oh, oh, just wait until crowds come come back, but crowds might not be able to come back for you know six months. But, yeah. s- to make, yeah. the mo- make the most of a bad situation and, and you know and, and pump the noise in. What would, you, what would you rather have? Would you rather have? have you watched much of the Bundesliga? Uh,
0: yeah, I've watched I've watched a few matches. Yeah, I think I think the ones where it I, I think the thing for me is you don't realize how how often the players shout they're constantly talking so I think just being able to hear that is like something that's really weird to me because you can never normally hear that you know just hear like the, the chatter of the crowd or whatever so I think personally I'd, I'd like just you know know the crowd noise from previous games this season I think FIFA 20 is probably the worst way to do it because you know like like Dave just said it's, it's quite bland it's just quite generic for every match
1: yeah on oh, that though it would be interesting to hear George and, and what he's saying to the referee every now and then but you know he probably get himself into trouble uh, we'll wrap it up there thank you very much for listening and for watching Look, thank you very much for Lauren uh, if you do get two minutes please do go vote for us and all those awards it does make a huge difference to us and uh, your support always means a lot uh, we we'll are back on Wednesday uh, but we'll be back this afternoon as well on the main Red mans YouTube channel for the Football Manager stream it's episode 11 Chris is currently unbeaten in the league can you take it further? Find out at ten to four today, and we'll see you then. Ta-ra.
0: When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to eighty-nine percent off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over one million other businesses with Stamps.com.